People are angry all over North America, and it doesn't discriminate against party lines or religious convictions, whether it's the pandemic, the economic fallout, or recent eruptions of civil unrest. People are fed up, very upset. An anger incubator. That's how Dr. Raymond Novako, a psychologist and an expert in anger, evaluates the current situation in our culture. Some are angry at public officials for closing things down. Others upset that we opened up too quickly. And let's not talk masks and whether you wear them or not. Could incite a riot. Dr. Novako recommends we limit our media exposure and give more time to process what's happening and take deep breaths. Ephesians says we can be angry and not sin, but let's be honest, that's hard. Though we're called to put on the new self, created in Christ Jesus, this can only be done through the power of the Spirit. Lord, give us more grace. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Thursday program, we're in a series called Kids Need Grace Too. If you live in America, yesterday was a unique day of grace in some ways. The tax deadline had been moved from April 15 to July 15 because of the pandemic. But even with three months of grace, many were still rushing to get their taxes in on time. Sadly, showing grace to the kids in our lives can be a struggle as well. Sometimes we just want our kids to listen, behave better, treat others right, play nice with other children share with their siblings. And many times, that's not how it goes, is it? Children, believe it or not, are sinful. They get selfish. They lash out in anger at their friends or their parents, and of course, their siblings, if they have any. And they try to hoard all the snacks without sharing. Kids are just like that. The question is, how are we supposed to respond as believers? Believers in Christ who are trying to raise our children not just to behave well, but to have a genuine faith and relationship with the Lord? That's the question we'll be seeking to answer on this program today. We'll be joined again one more time by Randall Goodgame in a moment. All week, we've been talking with parents about this great question, what it means to raise our kids with grace rather than for them just to become a good moralist. Sometimes we make it harder than it is. I like how a friend of mine, James Ray, who lives in South Carolina and is a father of three, summed up how we share grace with our kids. Well, teaching grace isn't a big theological event that happens at pivotal moments. It's very much an everyday, ordinary kind of thing. Uh, Our eight-year-old daughter has difficulty keeping her room clean, and at one point she was stressed out when we reprimanded her for getting distracted yet again instead of doing what uh, she was told to do in tidying. So I reminded her that that obedience is important and there will be consequences for ignoring your parents, but that I don't love her because she does what I tell her to do. I'd love her no matter what. It's the same with God. He saved us through Jesus and that's first. That has to be first. He has a lot for us to do in this world, but we don't win his affection by our obedience and God loves us no matter what. James, thank you reminding us that showing grace to our kids doesn't have to be a huge theological exercise. In a moment, Randall Goodgame will join us again to share more practical grace thoughts about raising children. And then after the program, 
I'd like to send you his brand new Slugs and Bugs TV show. Many have trusted Randall's Sing the Bible songs for years, and now I want to encourage you to bless the children and the adults in your life with the complete 13-episode collection of his new show. So many kids are still stuck at home, and this would make the perfect gift to help them learn gospel truth in a fun and silly way. And if you'd just like to try out the first three episodes, we have that for your gift of any amount. You can call us at the end of this program at 800-654-2836, 800-654-2836. Or go online and watch samples from this fun show. See the puppets, hear the music, and then make your minimum gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And if you'd like us to send this directly to a child or a family in your life, just give us their name along with their address, and we'll mail it directly to them with no extra shipping. And now, here's Sovereign Grace with a song from their Listen Up, Songs from the Parables of Jesus. I don't want to be like a Pharisee Saying, look at all the good I've done God, you see with and you know all my sin Lord, I need your mercy Everybody needs you Everybody needs Jesus Everybody needs you And I need you too Everybody needs you Everybody needs Jesus Everybody needs you And I need you too Oh Everybody needs you. 
Everybody Needs Jesus, sung for us by Sovereign Grace here on this Haven Today, and a program we're calling Kids Need Grace. Randall Goodgame joining us in a moment to share some practical advice about showing the kids in our lives more grace. Earlier in the program, I asked the following question. How do we raise our kids so they behave well, but also they have a genuine faith and relationship with the Lord? And I fear too often we get it wrong. We tell them to just stop acting bad. Just keep your room clean. Stop hitting your brother or sister. Just stop it, right? All too often, our response echoes a classic scene from Mad TV back in the 90s when a woman goes to a psychologist for help with her claustrophobia. And the doctor responded with two simple words. Stop it! I'm sorry? Stop it! Stop it? Yes! S-T-O-P, new word, I-T. So, what are you saying? <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I, I, I say two simple words, and I cannot tell you the amount of people who say exactly the same thing you're saying. I mean, this, you know, this is not Yiddish, Catherine. This is English. Stop it. So, I should just stop it. There you go. Stop it. That was Bob Newhart. Mo Collins with a little skit for Mad TV. That's how we tend to treat our kids sometimes, isn't it? Just stop it. Stop being angry. Stop being selfish. Just stop your bad behavior. Shape up. It's easy enough to say. It's a quick, gut-level response when our kids are acting out. But here's the problem. It leaves their hearts completely unaddressed. And instead of asking what, we need to be asking why. So often we ask what? What did they do? What can they change to do better? Focusing on the what is focusing on their behavior. We need to ask why. Why are they acting this way? And the answer, because sin is in their little hearts just as much as it is in ours. We need to treat our kids as real human beings. They have real emotions and they also have real sin. We know we can't just stop our own sinful behavior by trying better or harder. Our sin needs to be dealt with at the level of the why and not the what. And that's where grace and the gospel can come flooding into our relationship with our children. What if instead of screaming, stop it, we took a moment to come down to their level and explain to them the riches of the gospel? What if, instead of shouting or emotionally responding to their misbehavior, we pointed them to the liberating power of Jesus? What if we patiently exposed their sin, showing them that because of Christ, we have all we need? We even prayed with them that the Lord would change their hearts. I'm not suggesting that this will cure your child's bad behavior, but I am saying that this way teaches them they are sinners in need of grace. That salvation and forgiveness depend on the Lord. That righteousness is received. It's not rewarded. This is the better way. It reminds us, too, that behavior modification is not the gospel. Behavior modification only treats symptoms. The gospel goes to the heart. It's just like the author, the preacher in the book of Hebrews says in chapter 12, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer 
and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That's from Hebrews 12. When we turn our eyes and the eyes of our children to Jesus, we find power to run the race well. We want to raise our next generation to love the Lord. We won't be able to do that if we're putting on band-aids over a deeper problem. We look to Jesus, and we love our children by pointing them to the Savior, too. Only Christ can cure the cancer of sin. Only Christ can forgive. And only Christ, as we look to him by faith, can empower us to truly live obedient lives for his glory. Now let's go back to Nashville, Tennessee, where I met up just before COVID-19 hit. I met up with Randall Goodgame, the creator of Slugs and Bugs Music and the new TV show. I asked him to share some practical advice about what it looks like to show kids grace. And here's what he told me. One thing that I've continued to try to learn to do with my kids is to maintain a long view of their growth and development because very often their anxiety is coming out in misbehavior. And so they are, they're acting out and it's very often my, my wife and I get the brunt of it because they're stressed out from school, they're stressed out from friendships. Or, um, and so the, one of the best things I can do to my kids, for my kids, is to receive their misbehavior um, and not react to it emotionally. And I know it's hard. Gosh, it's hard. I, I don't do it very well. But to, to move through their abuse or their wounding and just move right through it and give them a hug and be able to try to you know pray and ask the Lord for help in those moments. But sometimes when my kid is being just really awful, it's, that's what they need. They, they don't realize it. They just need me to stop them and give them a hug. And sometimes they'll just start to cry because they didn't really want to be rude. They just have had it. They've had enough. And when we keep a long view of their growth and development, we're just reflecting how the Lord sees us. Because when he, he has endless grace and patience with us because he sees the end and he, he doesn't expect us to be perfect. So uh, I think that's a great motivation and a great charge to all your listeners out there and to me and to you to know that we can't, uh, we can't just muster up um, a godly spirit. That has to be nurtured, and that's a result of prayer. You can fake it, but it's not real. Well, I mean, I know because I've tried. <laughs> and, uh, and as much as I would love to, to live life on my own and, and on my own strength and then also be godly, I just can't do it. I have to be spending time with Him um, in His Word, um, you know, listen to sermons like we were talking about, and then I'm prepared for those moments when my whether it's my kids or like you said, somebody online is angry with me. I can see the long picture, know that I'm loved, I'm not take this personally, and see what maybe the Lord has in it for me or maybe for that person. Practical advice about living in grace and pointing kids to Jesus from my friend Randall Goodking. We can't just polish our sin and try to clean it up. We need to be set free from it and the bondage of it. And then we can rejoice. Our children can rejoice. For when we're in Jesus, there's no more condemnation. We're set free to follow and to worship him out of gratitude 
and not out of guilt. Oh, that we would walk in this kind of freedom. May you and me and the kids around us know the power of this amazing grace in our lives, even today. Would you join me in prayer right now? Dear Father in heaven, for those of us who are parents, we've always seen our kids throw tantrums. We've seen them strike out physically and emotionally. We've seen them burst into tears when they were called to account for something they they did that either was injuring themselves or worse, injuring someone else. Lord, lead us to help our children find grace, just like we find grace. May every parent listening right now, everyone who is involved in child care, not just point out sin when a child is guilty, but also point out to children that all of us have sinned, all of us have failed, all of us have struck back at one time or another, whether just in our minds or whether in some other way. Lord, show us how to lead our children to find grace. Help us to teach them that Jesus came to this earth and wanted the children to come to him. And he died on the cross to set all of us eternally free from our sins. May that be a message that we carry proudly and loudly and all the time, not just to ourselves, but to our children. And we pray this prayer now in the name of Jesus. Amen.
A wonderful song coming out of Galatians 5, verse 1, Randall Goodgame, with the African Children's Choir from his first Sing the Bible album. And this is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, and a program called Kids Need Grace Too. And from everything you heard Randall Goodgame just share with us, I think you can see this man loves Jesus. He truly wants the children in your life to love Jesus as well. He's spent the last 10 years writing music, most of it based on Scripture, to help kids know the Bible better. And now his new Slugs and Bugs TV show will help you and your family better understand the gospel as well. It's a great day for the Slugs and Bugs show. Climb aboard for the Slugs and Bugs show. Oh, Mr. Randall, that reminds me. We are out of artichokes, and you know how Doug is about his artichokes. So I just jotted that down on the grocery list. Hey, Maggie, that was so thoughtful. Thanks. You're very welcome. Guys, I was thinking about this verse that I wanted to share with you. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Follow me over to the bottom. Okay. Okay. We're coming. (laughs) We're coming. Yeah. And we're here. Uh, well, most of us. <laughs> Guys, uh, what you been up to today? Oh, uh, well, Doug here wanted to make apple taffy pies, so I've been helping him do a little research. Mm-hmm. Sparky carefully and expertly divided up the jelly donuts and sucked out all the filling. <laughs> mm. Wow. Well, I've just been here studying a little bit in the book of John, specifically chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. It says, a new command I give you. Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, love one another. As I have loved you, you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Do you have a melody to go with that? Actually, I do. Oh. A new command I give you Love one another As I have loved you, you must Love one another By this all men will know that you are my disciples If you love one another Well, you've now heard some excerpts from Randall's new TV show filled with great stories, puppets, songs. And in many ways, it's like watching Mr. Rogers meets Sesame Street. These episodes are fun. And yes, they're sometimes silly with puppets and special guests like Andrew Peterson and Sally Lloyd-Jones. It was produced by a producer from VeggieTales. But what I love about it is that it always takes the viewer to Jesus and the grace that he so freely bestows to all who follow him by faith. And that's what we all need to hear today. With lockdowns happening again, All over North America, because of COVID, kids are spending more time on screens. Why not give those kids in your life this summer a gospel-centered entertainment like the Slugs and Bugs show? I'd like to send you the complete 13-episode collection for your minimum gift to help support us in our lean months of summer. If you'd like to have us send it directly to loved ones, just give us their name and address and we'll send it directly to them. And of course, shipping is free. Here's what you need to do. Call us right now. And the number to call is 800-654-2233. 
800-654-2836. Or go online and watch samples from this fun show and see the puppets and the sets and all the action. And remember, if you'd just like to try out the first three episodes, we have that on a single DVD for your gift of any amount. Our website to go to is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And as we're wrapping up, just reminding you again, we still have the epic World War II audio drama of Corrie Ten Boom and her life story called The Hiding Place. Ask about that when you get in touch with us. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Come back again on Friday, won't you? When again, we get to share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God. This is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. What happened the last time you looked at your bank account balance? Did it make you anxious or make you feel secure? Either answer, anxiety or security, is a good reason to reconsider the state of your heart in light of God's Word. Proverbs 11.28 says, Whoever trusts in his riches will fall. And not having riches doesn't mean you aren't trusting in them. And if you are trusting in your riches or your lack of them, God's Word says you will eventually fall. So what do we do? Well, God wants us to recognize that He, and not our wealth, is our security and stability and livelihood. And that can only happen as you abide and grow in Jesus daily. Try out Anchor Devotional today. Just visit GetAnchor.com.